On episode 22 of the Goblin Trashmasters, we talk about a new Pioneer combo deck featuring the best Planeswalker ever printed. No, I'm not taking questions. And even a little bit about Uhtred of Bebenbur. I'm Kyle, joined by our very special guest, Ashley. Say hello. Hey, trashy goblins. All right, let's talk some trash. It's just Ashley and myself today because, I don't know, Anthony's partying with lawn jockeys and his aunt or whatever. and Something to do with the Kentucky Derby. I don't know, horses and whatnot. But we're here to talk about Magic the Gathering. I'm Kyle, joined by our very special guest, Ashley. Say hello. Hello, Man. fellow goblins. <laughs> we do know how much Anthony loves horses. Yes. Or rather, Something that not has horses, but... Um, effects on horses. Yes, we all know how he, but yes, and as we're recording this, it's, it happened, it finally happened, the goddamn fucking Toronto Maple Leafs beat the Tampa Bay Lightning, and they finally won a playoff series for the first time in almost 20 years. Good for them, but I'm still pissed about it, but (laughs) (laughs) hey, my Lightning had a really good run over the past four years, this is the first year since 2019, they're not in the cup final, so... Give him that. And hey, there's been a ton of upsets in sports, and I'm here for it. So, oh, no I'm re- sports things. Sports ball things. There's a puck, <laughs> and there's ice, and people fight. <laughs> it's right. hockey time. I- but I am pulling for the Seattle Kraken. I got a friend, uh, a couple friends that live out in Seattle. And one of my friends, Heather, her husband, John, works for the Seattle Kraken. He's one of the chefs there. And they go to games all the time. It's their first, it's their second year of existence, first time in the playoffs. One of my favorite players plays for the Kraken now. He's easily rooting for them. So, yeah. You mean like? Like Kraken, unleash the Kraken or whatnot. Oh, good. It's <laughs> yeah. the best rum. Oh, yeah. Nah, I don't know. Be- being at a, a tattoo convention in South Florida and drinking like half a bottle of Malibu coconut rum with two tattoo legends, that's the best rum. That'll do it. I have never yeah. been drunker in my fucking life. And I had to like <laughs> interact with people. And these these two dudes were like in their mid seventies. I'm like, how? Uh, they drank me under the table and told me all the stories. It was fantastic. Anthony always and forever, because you know, immortal vampire or whatnot. Yeah, he's a vampire. Like he he and Keanu Reeves. I'm pretty sure they're <laughs> like from the same goddamn coven or whatnot. Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. But this is a magic podcast, and we will be talking about magic, specifically our Lord and Savior. Tyvar, jubilant baller, he's in a new deck taking Pioneer by storm. Maybe, probably not. Who knows, but we're going to talk about it because it's fucking cool. It's the Rona, Tyvar, Mox Amber combo shenanigans with Jace Vryn's Prodigy and Diligent Excavator and Treasure Cruise and all that nonsense. And... Mainly because this one card, Rona, Herald of Invasion, got printed in March of the Machine. And, of course, Mox Amber is really good with it. Of course. Because Mox Amber is good with everything. Even a Mox that has, like, weird stipulations is still a Mox. And Mox Amber is, I think, the closest a Mox will get to just being legal in formats. (laughs) Because 
Mox Opal was way too easy to turn on, and the original Moxin were just broken. Like, dumb cards. All that nonsense. But this deck uh, has been seeing a lot of play in Pioneer, and it's built around Rona, Herald of Invasion, and Mox Amber, and a card that everyone remembers because it sees play in all the decks, Retraction Helix, which... Ashley, do you know what set Retraction Helix is from? No. It's it's from a block that nobody really enjoyed. Fun times. <laughs> yes, it's from Theros block, and this was printed in Born of the Gods. But yeah, it's a one-mana instant that says, Until end of turn, target creature gains. Tap, return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. And what you want to do with this deck is target Rona Herald of Invasion, which is a 1-3 for 2. Mm-hmm. Human Wizard, whenever you cast a legendary spell, untap Rona, Herald of Invasion. And you want to have Mox Amber in your hand and play it, and then cast Retraction Helix on Rona, tap Mox Amber for, for mana, use okay. Retraction Helix ability, so return target non-land permit to its under hand, it's going to be Mox Amber, then you play uh -huh. Mox Amber again, and that untaps Rona, and you just do that, I don't know, five billion times. <laughs> And you just make infinite mana, all that shenanigans. Some decks are just doing the Diligent Excavator plan where you just mill your opponent out, which Dillin Dillin I was about to say Dillinger Escape Plan, which is a great <laughs> band. They're fantastic. But this is a magic card. Diligent Excavator is a 1-3 for 2. Whenever you cast a Historic Spell, target player puts the top two cards of their library into their graveyard. So an Historic Spell, a oh, Historic Spell, is Artifact, Legendaries, or Saga. Mox Amber's okay. Legendary. You do that every time you cast it. Boom, you mill your opponent out. That's been like the stock one. It plays Gigantha, all that stuff. But there's other lists that play Karn the Great Creator without Gigantha, so they can play Dig Through Time. And playing Karn helps that as well. You just get the, the Wish board, which is nice. Now, it's debated which is better, but overall it's the same. Mox Amber, Retraction Helix, Rona, and... Okay. I've played against this deck quite a few times. One of our buddies built it, and I've been testing with him a lot. But I would like to hear your thoughts on this deck. Just, like, seeing this as a combo deck, seeing some of the lists, seeing like hearing me talk about it. Because you, you are the newcomer to this format, so. I am. My first thought is, I mean, I haven't played against this deck. So I haven't seen it in action. Because mm -hmm. the only combo deck I've seen is uh, the Mono Green Devotion combo, right? And yes. And this one's a little more interactive. <laughs> My thought is, do you think there's more flexibility here where this one might overtake one? I don't think this will overtake Mono Green. Okay. I think Mono Green is just Mono Green. It's going to yeah. be here until something gets banned out of it. Like it, the, I think the whole reason Mono Green hasn't been banned as a deck is because you have to know what you're doing. Yeah. It's, it's based sure. on the pilot. You just can't hand Mono Green devotion to somebody. And be like, yeah, it, it plays itself. Like, <laughs> no. Like, you need practice with it because you'll go, oh, three. So we've seen it so many times when Anthony has just been mm -hmm. like, here, play Mono Green. It's so good. But not everybody's Anthony. Not everybody played KCI. You, you got to really put your reps in and know how to win with that deck. This one, I don't think it'll overtake Mono Green, but I think it is here to stay. It's just, it's tough. Because even with Dig Through Time and Treasure Cruise in this format, and some versions playing Dig Through Time, some versions playing Treasure Cruise, is, and when I've talked to the people who've played this deck, you're banking on the top 30 cards of your deck being the cards you need. 
there's really no like, hey, I'm going to play this card, get the Mox Amber, get the Rona or anything like that, and then just go off. You have to draw the cards. The fair plan with this deck is meh. It's either you do it and you have disruption or you just fold to a lot of the decks in the meta. Yeah. Now, I will say Tyvar really helps with that, like especially in the Rakdos matchup where the minus two can get Rona and Jace back from the graveyard. So you're yeah. insulated there from a lot of removal heavy decks. I, this deck definitely will not dethrone the mono green menace in Pioneer. My first thought is, um, because I've been playing a lot of Rakdos, mm -hmm. like it would be a little interactable. Whereas with a Devotion, all you can do as a Rakdos player is interact mm -hmm. with their mana dorks. When you play Rakdos, and I've played Rakdos against Mono Green a ton, and you had as well, just us playing Anthony, whether it's at the weeklies or just in testing, it's a nightmare matchup because you, the Rakdos player, have to just curve out and be the aggressor and hopefully they fail. Like most of the Pioneer, we haven't seen the format's final form. And as far as Rona goes, I, I think we've seen this deck's final form. I think there's some still some tweaking to go with it because overall it's super powerful. Uh, well, in this one, at first glance and with very small knowledge of Mono Green Devotion, right? <laughs> <laughs> because I've only <laughs> known about Mono Green Devotion is... Mm -hmm what devotion number you don't want the mono green player to get to, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. six is pretty important. Nine's super important. Um, and then once they get to 15, it's pretty much GG. My second thought on it is related to that. So versus mono green devotion, mm -hmm. this one doesn't seem to have so many moving parts, right? You've got three to four major pieces mm -hmm. that you're moving around and like a flexible piece or two. So mm -hmm. That seems like it would be a lot more accessible to people who want to do somewhat mono green devotion things, but don't hate themselves enough that they want to do all of that math. Yeah, yeah. Again, <laughs> not all of us are Anthony. Right. Just, <laughs> oh, I'm crunching the numbers and I'm just like, my brain hurts. If you like creature combo decks or combo decks in general, like this is right in the middle of that. Like with the black green Tyvar deck that I play. Yeah. And let's say like Lotus Field. I think this deck is like right in the middle of that spectrum where it's it, you have creatures and it's a creature combo deck, but it's more of just a pure combo deck. You want to assemble these pieces and win on the spot. There's no accruing value. Here's a fair backup plan, like things like that. No, you have fatal pushes, spell pierce and thoughtseize to disrupt your opponent to make sure it's OK. You can go off to just get rid of creatures. So the way is clear, but you're not there's no jason rona beat plan mm -hmm. you're not playing diligent ex excavator and be like hit you for one no you're basically no. you're in you're disrupting your opponent and trying to assemble these pieces and go off it doesn't have the same like creature suite that mono green has where it's just like hey it's devotion but here's a five six here's, here's a backup plan like it's not the best here's some big beefy boys this is it's i don't want to say it's fragile or glass cannony, but you can interact with it. You can disrupt it. It's not just yeah. like with mono green where it's just like, well, I got to kill the four, four that's killing me. All right. I just gave you three devotion and right. Here's the combo type thing. You know, you don't want to just remove old growth troll because then you just can't get rid of it. Right. You have to yeah. exile it. So that's mm -hmm. like a, or counter it if you're playing a blue deck. Um, but they want these pieces to stick. Mm -hmm. How do they get those pieces to stick? You know, so that that is something have to 
worry about. It's funny you say that because how yeah. they get them to stick is Tyvar. Yeah. You kill Rona. All right, here's Tyvar. Minus two. I'll mill three. Get it back. Yeah. That's that's the insulation against like heavy removal decks. Now. The baller be ballin'. The baller be ballin'. <laughs> mm, I love Tyvar so much. He's the reason I think this deck is sees play mainly because mm -hmm. if Tyvar, you take Tyvar out of the deck and it, it turns into a glass cannon, which yeah. is like, I hope my Rona survives. I hope Jace survives. Things like that. With Tyvar, it's just like, all right, you fatal push my Rona. I can untap, play Tyvar and activate it right away. Same thing with Jace. You get the loot with both these cards and okay. oh no, Jace flips and he's a great planeswalker. It's, it really helps you against aggro decks. It helps you cast things out of your graveyard, things like that. So it's not full like glass cannon where it's just like, oh no, there's one disruption spell and I'm done. Because like I've played against this deck with Rakdos and had like two Thoughtseize hand and then turn five or six, they find everything they need and they combo off. So I'm just like, yep. all right. Even when I have the perfect hand against this deck, like it can go from there, but it's the consistency factor. It's not like Mono Green or even Lotus Field where you can just, you know, with Lotus Field, you play pour over the pages. You draw three cards, discard one, untap your both of your Lotus Fields. Or Mono Green is like, hey, you removed everything. Here's Storm of the Festival. Here's two Planeswalkers. Right. Type deal. But uh, yeah, overall, well, I think the deck is really cool. Jace flipping to a Planeswalker is real good for them because there's not a whole lot of Planeswalker removal in this format. So No, the best one is Dreadbore and its sorcery speed. Yeah, it sucks. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's necessary, that, but it it's sucks. It's necessary, but it's like it's a one to maybe two of in Rakdos lists. Yep. And that's correct because you're like, oh no, here's a Teferi I'm playing up against blue white. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's not the end of the world. But when you're playing against Neoform Atraxa and you're just like, fuck, my power word kill can't kill that. I'm going to die to the Phyrexian Angel. Yep. Like, again, play, go for the throat. Mm hmm. Don't play power. We're a tracks of people now. <laughs> it can't kill angels. Play go for the throat. <laughs> yeah. And print terminate into pioneer. Oh my God. I would fucking lose it. If they printed terminate into pioneer, we'd be having a little bit different discussion. It'd suck for the other colors, but for Rakdos, for me, that made me happy. Oh, it made me happy. That's like, a oh, they printed terminate. Even like, just get rid of the regenerate text. Nobody fucking gives a shit. Yeah. These magic zoomers don't even know what the fuck regeneration is. Come on. <laughs> magic. Ah, ah. Yeah, the, magic zoomers not... are a whole different echelon than just zoomers in general. Oh, yeah. They're just like, uh, Wait, honestly, they're I not. Ma... Huh? Am I a magic zoomer? No. Yeah. You it's hang still... out with us. Like... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of inherited knowledge. <laughs> you hear Anthony and I talk about magic, so you just can't be. Like... No. There's a lot of uh, college kids like, I've seen at RCQs are just kids who are just like two to five years out of college around that, that age. And I'll be talking about like old decks from not even super long ago. I'm just like, oh, you remember when all these cards came out in Innistrad in like 2011, 2012? And they're just like, I don't know what these do. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Stop it. That that was not, I go, that wasn't that long ago. I'm like, Kyle, it was like over 10 years ago. And I'm like, I'm going to go cry in the corner now. This has been great. <laughs> They were like 10 when those sets came out. God, that was the best burn somebody had on me. They were just like, man, Kyle, you're so old. You probably saw Shrek in the theater. Oh, and I'm like, motherfucker, man. I did. Why? Why you got to hurt me on a Wednesday morning? So we're we're looking at two different versions of this deck here, right? 
do you think Karn or no Karn? It's funny, like, a lot of people have thought, like, the Karn lists have been clunky. And to an extent, I agree. But Karn is just really good. It's just, and the fact that you can have a plan of Aetherflux Reservoir, mm-hmm. where you just, you don't have to mill them out. You just play Mox Amber a bunch of times. You gain a shit ton of life and then 50 them. Like, that's yeah. pretty sweet. And just having just silver bullet targets, like, you can just get the cat bus. You can get Haywire Might. You can get the fourth Mox was, Amber. That's what I was thinking. Like, the Diligent Excavator, put Karn in, and then change up your sideboard a little. But mm-hmm. keep the rest, right? Like, yeah, I, I almost those two lists a little bit. Yeah, I think you should play both. Like, you know, you have yeah. Karn, and this way you don't play... In the Karn list, here, I wouldn't play Gigantha. I would just play <laughs> Dig Through Time, because I think Dig Through Time is much better in this deck. And just play the... You can play the other two Diligent ex- Excavators and just still have the same type of game plan. And just, it's just another deck that Karn can be really good in. So, I, yeah. like, I'm, you know me, I'm the Karn stan. Yeah. Fucking, I love Karn so much. I, I do agree with everyone. He should be banned in multiple formats, but I love him so much. And if you can play him, I, I say fucking play him because it's just so good. Put more Planeswalker removal in. If they put more yeah. Planeswalker removal in, Karn wouldn't feel so bad. Mm-hmm. And like instant speed planeswalker removal, I know is like a hot take for a lot of people, but they have it already for two mana. Like faithful absence is a good removal spell and it really doesn't see much play, but yeah. it sees play because it hits planeswalkers. And I think if they like people have started playing in some metas in red, black bedevil is bedevil a good magic no. card. Not really. But it kills Planeswalkers at instant speed. Even for that, I would not play that in Rakdos because I'm not taking the chance that my mana is screwed and I'm holding a a Bedevil and then I cannot get rid of the Karn. That feels Mm -hmm. worse than me having to wait till my main phase to to play it. To me, personally. No, you're 100% correct because it's funny. There's a ton of two-color decks that just their mana can be super, super awkward. This is not a Mm -hmm. fetch land format. Nope. So it's not like you just have perfect mana all the time. And sometimes you can get mana screwed playing Rakdos. I've been there where I've just, I've had the pathway on red and then just a bunch of black mana and be like, awesome, this is great. And then there are other times where it's just like two Den of the Bugbear in a swamp. And I'm like, sweet, yep. I have a shielded in hand that I just can't cast. And there's no Fable of the Mirror Breaker to be seen. And it gets real, real awkward. Well, on the list that uh, that I've been running has three Mutavault, which I'm not, I love Mutavault. I think it needs to be in there, but that's another reason why I wouldn't play yep. the devil. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking that chance. I have that Mutavault in opening hand and that I don't see another Blackland. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, I feel, look, Mutavault and Rakdos has been an all-star. Yeah. That, I that, do love that it. That card has been so good. I mean, it's, at most I'll play two Hive and that's it. Like, I'd rather play two yeah. Hive two Mutavault or two Mutavault, one Hive or one Hive and three Mutavault. Like, it's just, it's so good in this aggressive strategy where your plan is to pressure your opponent consistently and use your mana efficiently every turn. Yes. Super easy. That's the difference. And it insulates I'm... you against uh, um, Liliana as well, like in the mirror. Like, if there's like, all right, there's a shield run on the battlefield. Like, I'm going to Edict. And then you're just like, all right, tap the Mutavault, activate it, and just sack this land, keep my shield ridden. Even that helps a lot. For blocking, it's been great, because sometimes you can get people. Yeah. It just And we all saw Shoda at the Pro Tour, like, playing 
three Mutavault in his Rakdos list, be like, oh man, why does this seems weird? And then he top eight and was like, oh, but it showed a like, he's just a really good player. And then everybody started putting Mutavault in their deck and was just like, mm, fuck, he was right. <laughs> I'm a new player and it's three Mutavault in that deck and I like it. So yeah, it's one of those cards where you're just like, it doesn't seem right on paper. And then you play it and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, this is mm -hmm. great. <laughs> well, and the difference between activating that for one and having to activate a den for four, so exponential because you can run that whole damn deck on four mana. Oh, yeah. Like you, mm -hmm. you don't you don't have to have that fifth mana. It's nice. It's nice to have five or six because then you can remove and play a creature. That's cool. I love it. But you can run the whole thing on four. Mm -hmm. And then you can't activate your den, but you've got another thing in your pocket. You've got a Muta Vault. So yeah. that feels a lot better. It feels good being on four mana. You activate Muta Vault, swing for two, and then play the Blood Tithe Harvester. Oh, so good. Blood Tithe Harvester has, I think it has to be one of my like new favorite cards. I enjoy oh, playing that card so much. It's so, so so good it's so good like that yeah. and fable of the mirror breaker are the best mm -hmm. cards in that deck and i'd put them in like the top 10 in just all the whole format like they're just yeah. fucking great yeah and yeah look at us we're doing a deck tech on a fun <laughs> spicy new deck and then we're just like rakdos is great right <laughs> players on this deck tech. yeah yeah well like I mean, rakdos stands oh a hundred percent come on the only reason I wanted to talk about this deck is because it has Tyvar in it. Like, fuck the other yep. combo stuff. It's got the best pl <laughs> Planeswalker ever in here. I am not taking questions. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I think Ty he'll definitely see play in, like, Commander as well. I think Tyvar? he is all around, yeah. Yeah? I think he is all around just a really decent card. Yeah, Tyvar is just one of those cards. I think Tyvar is the perfect... He's one of the most perfect three-mana Planeswalkers. Yeah. Because he does a lot of really powerful things, mm -hmm. but it's not Oko, right. it's not Teferi, where it's mm -hmm. just like somebody plays one of those cards and you just hear the, Ugh, like the groans of just, like, okay, here's a turn two Oko. And everybody's like, I don't want to play this game. This is awful. Nope. And then some, or somebody's just like, you're playing against control, like turn three Teferi, you're like. Now, yeah. if Anthony was here, he'd be like, oh, I don't see the problem. Oko is great. Teferi's fine. What's the worst that could happen? He wants Oko back in the format, so... I actually don't know if that's true. I just know he loves Oko. Oh, no, he does. He also yeah. wants Mental Misstep back in Modern. Like, you know, sure. he, just wants to, he just wants to watch the world burn or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean... I kind of want to watch the world burn, too, so I, I get it, but... I honestly just want to throw a no-ban list Modern tournament one of these days and just be like, Anthony, I'll run it. You just go have fun. <laughs> just go be a degenerate. Go I don't even care if five to 30 people show up like yep. I, and everything in between. I'm just like, go play mental misstep and Oko. Yeah. Go on, go have fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Tyvar is the happy medium for three mana planeswalkers. Yeah. Where do you think this deck, if it finds it's, it's solved, mm. where do you think it's going to land? In the format as far as popularity. As popularity, it, it'll definitely have like its fans for sure. And if it continues to see play and get tinkered with and a lot of the the really good players and some of the pros really put some elbow grease into this deck and it starts winning more, I think it'll be on the same level of say like a, a Atraxa Neoform type list. Okay. 
where it's just like tier two, like tier 1.5 there, where it's just, it's there. Sometimes it'll get you, mm. but it, I don't think it'll be like, you know, one of the top five decks in the meta. Now I could be proven wrong. Obviously it's a combo deck with a lot of really busted cards in them mm. and somebody could really find the perfect shell for this, but I think it'd be like right on the fringe of like S and A tier decks. Yeah, so I don't think it'll like, be on. So it'll be like Enderman in Minecraft. He's there sometimes. Sometimes he'll get you. Other times he'll just zoop away. Sure, I've never played Minecraft, so me or Zoomer after all. Oh <laughs> damn! <laughs> I've been stuck on Minecraft for a while. I I love it. I've been watching hey. playthroughs of it from Jack Septicai. Um, shout out to him. Love him so much. Hell um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. This deck might be the pseudo boogeyman of the format. Yeah. I don't think it'll be Lotus Field, but I think it'll be more Neoform, where it's just like, you got to watch out for it, but it's not like, hey, put Dampening, put Damping Sphere or Necromancy in your deck because you're going to see this deck. It's yeah. more of, if you have room to fight it in your sideboard or incidentally fight it, cool. If not, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Yeah. I know that sounds weird, but... Now, no, like, it doesn't. I mean, some like other already... things can be printed too and make it busted. So, yeah, but like we already talked about, this one's not out of reach to handle from at least decks that I've seen or played. You know, no, yeah, it's not completely out of left field, or oh, nobody can like realistically interact, interact with this or beat it or anything like that. But it's now, still the, the scary question. combo deck. Ooh, it's gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> The big question, are you going to play it? Because it has your man in it. I'm taken by this black-green deck. Yeah? Oh, God. It's funny. In that episode, I said, you know, I'm probably just going to do the safe thing and play Rakdos midrange. And don't get me wrong, I love Rakdos midrange. You y'all just heard Ashley and I gush about that deck. <laughs> yes. Like, just <laughs> randomly. I, I love Rakdos midrange. Mm -hmm. That being said, I've tinkered with this black green Tyvar deck some more i've played it some more i've got some feedback from a lot of players in our area that i like i know and trust really good players really good brewers and i will be playing it like we're recording this on the fourth there is an rcq this saturday that we're going to go to and i will be playing the black green deck and i will obviously tell everybody how it goes and whatnot yeah but the deck seems super super good and a little just to explain like how to how out of left field like this brew is like we did a deck tech on it but i've added a few more things to it and cards that nobody knows exist basically they're, they're like random cards from like the past couple years of standard that i'm like oh this is good i literally did a scryfall search of every black and green card that was black and green creature card that was three mana or less in the pioneer format and just went through pages and pages until I found a list of, okay, this will be good. I need to cut it down to 10 then five and then put some flex slots in the deck. And just a little story to explain how out of left field this is. I sat down this Monday at pioneer and our friends qualified for Dallas and they came to practice pioneer. Yeah. I play a card and they go, I've never played pioneer before. I don't know what this does. And Anthony was sitting right next to us and goes, Oh, that won't help you at all. And he's like, literally no one plays this shit except him. <laughs> and every creature I played, what is this? I just started turning my cards upside down so <laughs> they could read them. I'm just it's like, yeah, just look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, just to give some insight, like I'm playing old Rustine in this deck. 
Yeah. I don't even know what that card is, man. Yeah, nobody fucking does. It's a rare <laughs> from Crimson Vow that's fucking weird. I'm playing mm-hmm. Dredge, Dredge Recycler. That's a new common from March of the Machine. I'm literally going to play this deck and everybody's going to be like, fucking what? Uh, what are you doing? Is this a meme? I'm like, no. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> it works. It, it, it works. It's like, I've been tinkering with this deck for a while. Uh, enough for us to do like a whole like B segment on the podcast about it. Cause like, and Anthony's just like, Hey, play that deck. If you really like it, you've been having fun with it. And you're like, you're literally the only one who knows how it fucking works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and again, a great shout out to Todd Anderson, Tandy. If you haven't seen his content, go watch his Twitch stream. He's always brewing randomness. He's the one who created, he's the one who created that Tyvar deck with collected company and Gigantha that became this fucking monstrosity that I'm going to be playing on Saturday. Yeah. He, cr- he created this Rona combo deck. I love Tandy's content. He's a great magic player, great brewer, and can't re- recommend it enough. And he's playing Tyvar. Play Tyvar, people. <laughs> or play Red Black. It's great. <laughs> play Tyvar. He is our, he is, Tyvar is our god now. Yeah. <laughs> our lord and savior, Tyvar. Yeah. Hey, some of the NBA teams could use the baller. They're going through it in the playoffs. They need his his sports ball. <laughs> IQ. Who am I kidding? He'd be a hockey player. Let's be real. He's literally Probably. fighting on the art in his card. Yeah. Like, he just wants to fight people. Let, mm-hmm. let him be like the bruiser on some hard-nosed defensive hockey team. Ashley's like, I totally understand these references. Yeah, I, I absolutely get it. It's... <laughs> I would say that my knowledge of hockey extends to, um, like, the Mighty Ducks, but I don't even think I've seen all of the Mighty Ducks, so. The Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. (laughs) They're an NHL team, the Anaheim Ducks. The one sports ball game that I have been to. I have been to one hockey game. Really? Like, NHL? Uh, no, it wasn't NHL. Was it, it like, a local or, like, minor hockey? Local? Okay. Some beer league? (laughs) Well, I'm from South Dakota that we had a team and then they played, I want to say a team from Houston. Okay. So I don't know. I It's been a long time since that it happened. It might've been like minor league hockey or like college hockey or something like that. I think it might've been like minor. That. Yeah. Minor or college is definitely the bet, but I Because up in that area, that. hockey's really popular. Yeah. Yeah. It sure is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's cold. Yeah. I mean, places that, that it's cold, like. Hockey's going to be very popular because it's just, hey, the lake froze over. Let's go yeah. play hockey. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. So since uh, here, since Anthony did his starting five of Planeswalkers for a basketball team, mm-hmm. I'm going to do my start my uh, starting lineup for a hockey team as far yeah. as Planeswalkers go. Okay. Here it goes. Keeper, goal- goalie, easy, easy one. It's, it's the most important position. You have a good goalkeeper in the NHL playoffs. You're going to go a long way. He's just fucking ginormous. Karn, the Karn's going to be my goalie. Yep, sounds right. He takes up most of the net anyway. You know, and <laughs> he's got long legs and all that nonsense. And, and, and that that matters. <laughs> it does. It'll just snap. He doesn't even need a glove. They're just like, <laughs> just grabbing them things. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds sexual. I mean, it always is. Come on. <laughs> Hockey has to be a sexual thing. Only hot takes. <laughs> hot I was going to say. Only. Yep. Spicy hot takes. <laughs> All right. And uh, for defensemen, this is a tough one. Tall, lanky, you know, get their hands dirty, but can move the puck up the ice and whatnot. Yeah. Well, where does your boy fall? Oh, Tyvar, he's going to be my hard-nosed center. 
like a hundred percent. Tyvar, gotcha. Tyvar is going to be a, the centerman, the do it all, the Patrice Bergeron type of player. <laughs> He's the best. And a side note: if Bergeron retires, you've had a hell of a career, bud. All right, but yeah, Tyvar be my centerman for my wingers. Teferi would be probably like my one of my wingers. Okay. Dude can mess with time like real yeah. fast. And Narset as well. I think yeah. they're a good tandem. They're a good tandem. Yeah. Okay. I like this. Oh, for my defenseman? Yeah. Oh, I got it. Now they both hate each other, the lore. Okay. But if they want to win a championship, fuck it. We'll squash the beef. Okay. My two starting defensemen, Nahiri and Soren. Okay. Oh, Nahiri okay. fucking mess people up. <laughs> Let's go. You'll be proud of me. I thought of Nahiri. And I don't even know Hell how much yeah. about hockey. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I wonder about Nahiri. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nahiri will be like my my big left-handed defenseman that just shuts it down, grindy type of hockey. And then Soren will just be like that facilitator on the power play. Boom. Yeah. That's my championship quality hockey team in the Magic the Gathering universe. It sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> this is the content people are looking for. This is it. <laughs> This is what we all came here for, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Hot takes only. <laughs> <laughs> Always and forever. Just to wrap up with the Rona combo deck, it's super interesting. It's super fun. It's got legs. I'd say since Pioneer's become like the Pro Tour format, the RCQ format, like we've had reasons to play it at a high level, it's slowly getting closer to a solved format and more and more people are brewing. Hence like the green-black deck that I've been playing that we did a deck on, this deck that we discussed today very cool decks very fringe decks that aren't like meta decks but they can still win games and people are brewing more i've seen pioneer hammer time come up in a lot of top eight lists okay anthony and i have said this as well we think that deck has legs we think it's a good it'll definitely be around and it'll get people if you want to brew in pioneer you can and you can do it and won't get lapped out of the room like you can actually win and win high level events too a lot, the two Rona decks that we've talked about, they're both top eight lists that we've discussed. One got second and one got and the other one got seventh or sixth. Like they're they did pretty well. And these were like fifty plus player events too. So Yeah, that's you can brew and be successful. It, oh, it's not nothing. And depending on yeah. your area, you'll be a ton of really good players there too. And play Tyvar. That Tyvar's cool. Play Tyvar. And play Tyvar. Do it. Tyvar the man. <laughs> Do it, Eat cowards. Do it. Play Tyvar. <laughs> Even in bad decks, play Tyvar. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. Play it in like, Yorian Fires. You can't do anything with it, but fuck it. Play it. <laughs> just so it can oh, be on a no. top eight list. <laughs> or I'll just be like, I'll just hand Anthony a deck at an RCQ and be like, I bet you won't. And he'll fucking play it. <laughs> and I'm not even a combo player. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. All right. For our guessing game, we're not going to talk about Tyver anymore. Or no. are we? No, we're not. <laughs> JK, so, unless. Unless. What's your <laughs> spaghetti policy? Mm, yes. Spaghetti is always acceptable. Yes, correct. <laughs> spaghetti is always the answer. Mm-hmm. I want that on my tombstone. <laughs> but it's a never ending spoiler season, and there's a new set coming out. It's a uh, Mom, Mom Part Two, the sequel. It's a uh, March of the Machine Aftermath. The whole set was spoiled in a massive leak, but now there's official spoilers to the point where like the Pinkertons had to be called and like things had to be seized because, yeah, this is the world we live in now. Awful and ridiculous that is. 
It was so fucking stupid. Oh my god. I cannot. Like, I didn't even know the Pinkertons were a fucking thing. Like, no why? one knew that. <laughs> I, even, uh, I, I remember reading like that article and just being like, oh, this is a meme. It, yeah. What? It's real? Wow. Okay. Mm hmm. Cool wizards. <laughs> I, well, fuck capitalism. Yes. <laughs> we literally have we, a, a police agency that force something having to do with capitalism. Do we understand how fucked that is? Yes. And yes, again, we've we said do. this. We've said this. We've said this mm -hmm. a lot. Worker solidarity makes you better at magic. Yeah. Fuck fuck capitalism. Smash mm -hmm. the state. Listen yep. to punk rock. Commit <laughs> yes. tax fraud. Eat trash. <laughs> it is the Goblin Trash Masters podcast. So. Oh, it's very on brand. Fuck capitalism. <laughs> Support your local unions. Mm -hmm. Your boss makes a dollar. You make a dime. That's why you poop on company time. <laughs> All right, so do you have a March of the Machine Aftermath card that you enjoy? Yes. Because that's the guessing game that we're doing. We're, but we both picked a card that we very much enjoy from the spoilers that yes. are available now. The official spoilers. Watch out. They're going to send the cops. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we looked at the official spoilers. We have a few. We have some cards that we enjoy. And I'd like to guess your card first because I'm interested. Okay. Because I know you, you got the commander brain. I do. Two and a green, and it's a 3-3. Three, three. Is, it, is it a dinosaur? It is not a dinosaur, sadly. Oh. But print mm. more dinosaurs in a magic, goddammit. Yeah, dinosaurs are cool. Like, actual playable, constructed dinosaurs. I know they're awesome yeah. in Commander, but I want to play Dinosaur Tribal in, like, standard. <laughs> yeah, give us some cool dinos, man. Hmm. So, two and a green and a 3-3. Three, three. Mm -hmm. Constructed, playable. Already. Yeah. Does it have activated ability or ETB? Does it have to do with fighting or artifact and enchantment removal? Oh. Does it gain life? What else does green it do? Does, it does a... Fuck, green does everything now. <laughs> like, that could be okay. literally anything. Fair enough. But this is, a, this is a, a keyword that has lasted a long time in magic. It's been around a while. Is it haste? No, that's not Trample? a green thing. That's not a green thing. Well, that's Trample a green is. Thing. The first green thing. Unless it's on questing beasts. Oh, is it reach? So it's not trample. It's not reach. Is it flying? What fuck card did you pick? <laughs> I'm blanking. On what's like what's green's major thing? Big dumb idiots. Ramping? Yeah. Does what's it... the keyword? That goes with the mana things. My brain hurts trying to think this hard. <laughs> when I shouldn't be thinking this hard. Um, The character of this card is also a planeswalker. Oh, is it death touch? But I think I know the so it's green. Oh, is it Nissa? Yeah. Okay. What was the keyword on that one? Landfall. Oh yeah, yeah. It does land stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the one. it. Yeah, Nissa always doing land stuff. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, add one man of any color. Then, if this is the second time this ability has resolved this turn, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal an elf or elemental card. Put that card into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Ooh. Yeah. So what's the actual name of the cards? Nissa something? Nissa Resurgent Animist. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, it's funny. There's not a lot of cards that have been spoiled so far where I'm just like, oh, man, this seems really cool. But the Elves archetype has gotten a lot of really good cards. Yep. Nissa's one. The new Tyvar 
-hmm. Like the legendary creature type bar seems really, really good. Uh, it is four mana. It might be a little dicey, but yeah. it's, the, the effect on it is still really good. That but, one uh, I yeah. think would be okay for commander though. Yeah. There's definitely a Golgari elves deck. Oh that yeah. That would be, oh, that'd be so good in a Golgari mm -hmm. elf commander deck mm -hmm. for sure. Whether it's the commander or just in the 99. Yeah, for sure. I do like your pick. Nissa seems pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, she would go in a lot of a green elf deck, sure. Um, but oh, yeah. also, that elementals being on there, um, mm -hmm. El Animar deck card. Oh, Titania would really love that, yep, too. Landfall sure. and elemental. Mm. Yeah. Um, even Yarick. I run a Yarick deck, and Yarick mm -hmm. would love that card. Um, especially because it's an ETB trigger. You get to do it twice. Mm, double up those ETBs. They'll wow yeah. you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. I got a card. All right. And when you guess it, or when you know what it is... You might not know what it is. I'll give you, it's an uncommon. Okay. And it is black and it has flash. Yeah, black it's a weird flash? one. And I love it because it has something to do with sacrificing creatures. It's mana reduction. So it costs less for each creature that died. More or less than three mana. Way more. That's mm -hmm. why the mana reduction. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you said it has to do with sacrificing things. Mm -hmm. Vampire boy? No, but it's another creature type that we see a lot of in black. Okay. It brokered a deal with Liliana. That's the creature type. A demon boy. It's a demon spirit. So it's from a certain plane. So think of oh. Japanese folklore. The Oni. Yes. Um, the death rattle? Yeah. Yeah. Death rattle Oni. The okay. six. Six and a black, so seven mana, five, four. Demon spirit, flash. And it costs Huge two less boy. to... Oh, he thick, but not really. He's gangly. <laughs> but it, it's, it's flash, and it's a five, four. So in black, that's like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then yeah. two less to cast for each creature that died this turn. And then when it enters the battlefield, destroy all other creatures that were dealt damage this turn. Yes. I love this card, and I will probably be trying it in that Golgari deck when this is legal, because... Even if I don't do the destroy all other creatures part, where it's just like, I I just get a one mana 5-4 with flash. Yeah. It seems awesome. <laughs> well, and because of the, the nature of that deck and being able to just deal a damage to multiple things, you, I mean, it has some potential. Mm -hmm. It has some potential there. That is an interesting one. He is a gangly boy, though. Yeah, he's he, let's just look at them legs and arms. Look at them legs. All those appendages <laughs> being creepy on the streets of Kamigawa. What are you doing out? Go home. It makes me think of the the first oh, one that came to mind. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it. The, I was thinking the, of the Ryuk and then the other Shinigamis, yeah. yeah. I, oh god, I love Death Note so much. Uh speaking of demons and anime, I have been watching Chainsaw Man. Oh, oh I love that fucking anime. It's so fucking unhinged and goofy. Really? Oh, it's oh, I love it, and I like I get it. Puchita's in all the episodes, but he's not really. <laughs> Give me the cute little chainsaw dog boy. He's so cute. He's only in, he's only actually in the first episode, and he's adorable. Oh, yes, but yeah, Chainsaw Man is great. Okay, love that. If you haven't watched Attack on Titan, which I assume I have not. Oh, Ashley, <laughs> come on! I have not gotten through a lot of the big classics, so like. I've seen Inuyasha. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. um, Cowboy Bebop. Haven't seen that one. 
so good. There's a corgi. I, I know about the corgi. So cute. And also <laughs> the show fucking slaps. It's so good. Yeah. I've seen Death Note. Death, Death Note is, is fantastic. The storytelling yep. in that is amazing. Yep. Uh, if you haven't, this is a film, but if you haven't seen Akira, watch Akira. Oh. It's a masterclass in 2D animation. It is beautiful. I'll have, to, yes, I'll have yes. to give it a try. I knew someone who really loved the graphic novels. Oh, the yeah. Akira graphic novels. Yeah. Ooh. I started watching Your Last Kingdom. Mm, Uhtred, the man. Oh, oh my so God. So good. Also, Ragnar the Younger. Yeah, um, it's the beard. It's definitely the beard. Yeah. The beard and the hair, like the hair oh, up yeah. in the man bun with the shaved mm-hmm. sides. Ooh, oh, yeah. So good. Like, there, There is a, like, up like so many good looking people in that show so fucking many and 90 percent of the time they're just covered in blood and shit yeah (laughs) and ooh, hot takes only better than game of thrones game of thrones is dead to me fuck that show yes the books aren't done it ended awful why would you open these wounds again ashley <laughs> like this show and uh, to be fair i haven't finished it i haven't watched all the way through yet i mean oh, it, 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 it doesn't stop getting great it it's the fantastic. characters the character development the way mm-hmm. that they do time skips is really good um the emotion in this show very real very good i just oh it is so good oh Look. the production on the show mm. is so good and like you said most of it's true. It's just history that they tweaked a little bit to tell mm-hmm. a really cool story. And like that, I love that aspect. And just the production, the acting. It's not one of those shows where I've seen it a lot with these historical dramas, whether they're more action or story driven or whether it's, say, The Last Kingdom or Vikings is the one that everybody knows or like Downton Abbey yep. type thing and everything yeah. in between. Like they didn't half-ass anything. There's not like, no. wow, they just threw a shit ton of 3D animation in here to slash cost. They're just like, no, we're going to throw a bunch of money at this, and it's going to be good. If we're yeah. going to do it, it's going to be great. And I've, I've re-watched the show so many fucking times. Like it's, yeah. It gets better as you watch it for the first time, as you go through all the seasons. And just it, there's so much rewatchability. It's I cannot recommend that show enough. And hell, Krista watched me watch the show for years and then one weekend i was re-watching it and she just sat down and was just like oh you're watching this again huh huh <laughs> yo this show slaps like let's uh, keep it going i was so excited in the first episode when i saw my man matthew mcfadden come up he plays utrid's dad yes oh fuck i was having yeah. that this thought the other day where i'm just like Oh, yeah. Uhtred's dad was in the show for like a half hour at most. And he's like a big actor. He was fucking great. Like, Mm -hmm. he was amazing. That overbearing, like, kind of, you know, cool masculinity, um, really harsh dad. And he Mm -hmm. did a fucking great job. And I'm like, I know that you're my Mr. Darcy, who plays kind of a rough and tumble Viking. And I'm like, okay, sure. Well, uh, Saxon. Saxon, sorry. Yeah, yeah. My bad. You always forget because Uhtred is like actually Saxon too, but also like Rutger Hauer was just the granddad. Fucking Batty from Blade Runner was just like, oh shit. Yep. Then that was the first episode. Oh God, they killed it. And the fact that they got so many good, like lesser known 
actors. Yeah, like they've had careers, but it's not like you know. He's like, oh shit, that's type. Yeah, and they all killed it. I I also just got to get a give a shout out to Brita. Oh I always forget her name, but she did I don't remember a either, great but... job portraying her. Like she she was such wrong badass woman without being just coded masculine, right? Mm-hmm. She had characteristics of femininity, but also just she was a badass Saxon warrior. And then, then Dane warrior, I guess, because mm. grew up Dane. But still, mm. like, the way that she was written was so good. She knew her mind. She wasn't afraid to stand up to Uhtred or whoever else mm-hmm. was in the room. And she's like, yeah, fuck off. I don't care what you think. So yeah. good. So good. And Emily Cox is her name. Okay. Next Great actress. I've not yeah, seen her in anything her. else. I, like, I haven't either. And I'm just like, she should be in, she should get all the jobs because she's yeah. fucking fantastic. And also, I love the fact that they just move past the part where she's like, hey, Uhtred should be like, hey, Uhtred should be like 60 at this point. And the showrunner's like, fucking move past it. No one cares. Nope. And it doesn't really hurt the show at all. No, it's still great. It's, yeah. There's no, there's no like times where you're going, it's like, it's so inaccurate and stupid. No, it's just well done. Mm-hmm. It's well done. And you will love the rest of the seasons. How far are you into it? I think I'm in the middle of season two. Okay. You can feel the heartbreak Uhtred experiences mm-hmm. like on a daily basis. Yeah. Oh, it, it never goes away. <laughs> Him is his portrayal of emotion. Not many male actors show emotion that well. And that realistically. Ugh. So and good. While playing a tough, gruff, like, warrior character. Yes. Like, he does it all. Like, and Who those emotional sets parts. at one just need to kill something. Yeah. And so he does. But then he also just balls his fucking eyes out. And yeah. I'm like, this, this is the masculine, not killing people, I don't, you know, condone that. But I'm just saying, like, we want we want the masculinity that is able to express emotion and it doesn't take away from who they are as a person. It, yeah. That, yeah, that's it. That's it's great. That's the spicy hot take, y'all. I mean, it's not really a hot take. Show it's your not. emotions, people. Like, it's emotions are good. Like, it's okay to cry. Like. <laughs> For some people it would be. But those people are not the people we want to be around. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, come on, Ashley. We can't trust people. They listen to Coldplay no. and voted for the Nazis. Like, <laughs> fuck that. You can't trust people. True. Yeah. Playtime. Do it. Do, Do it, Howard. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like and subscribe. It helps us out a ton and makes it easier for other players like you to hear what we have to say. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher, Spotify, Peanut.fm, and iHeartRadio. One of those was not real, but we'll never tell. It was Peanut, wasn't it? Oh, shut the fuck up.